Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. What is up? What is up? What is up? Your voice matters. Your voice matters. It does. And I want to encourage you to get that out there and get it going. You know, one of the saddest things I hear from individuals when we talk is, Sam, I just, I don't think anybody would want to listen to my message or that. I've had people say those exact words. My, I don't really feel like my voice matters. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on now. Of course it does. Of course it does. You have to understand that, that it's not just a situation where a select few individuals get to have a voice on a planet with 7 billion people on it. You know who it is? It's the ones who take the first step without really knowing. You know, faith is a funny thing, man. It's the actual definition of faith is being able to see things that are not seeable. Is that a word? Seeable? things that you just you can't see them and when you get started of course you wouldn't have any reason to believe that your voice can be powerful and it can change the lives of others and it can launch a huge global movement forget huge global forget that that's too big for anybody to even think about what if okay what if you were in a group of five or ten people and you had an opportunity to show up to that group of five or ten people speak what you believe would be something inspirational and motivational, and you got a standing ovation from those five or ten people. How would that make you feel? Well, for most people, that would be enough to get them through an entire year. Like, oh, my God. I'll share a story with you. Um, man, I, when, I, when I left my job the second time in 2007, in April 2007, I'd go anywhere to speak. You know the story. Went to Rockford, Illinois. Nobody showed up. But not even that. I remember there was a multi-level marketing company, and – this local lady, uh, she did a, I think it was Just Jewelry. Is that what it was? Just Jewelry might have been the name of it. I don't know if they're still around. But anyway, she did a party at our house, uh, a jewelry party where, you know, she puts all the jewelry out. You come, you have a couple of drinks, you buy it. Maybe you end up doing a business opportunity. You sell it, things like that. But at the very least, just gives, you know, individuals, in this case, mostly women, an individual to get out and get amongst some, you know, therapeutic, work-at-home moms and these business women. They're like, oh, my God, I get to actually be around women and no one's tugging at my shirt, asking me something or they need something. Amazing. So that's mainly those parties are for. And then you buy some jewelry and you have some fun. Anyway, she found out what I did. The lady put the party on. She said, hey, would you, do you speak to network marketing company? I'm like, yep. It was always yes. Yep. My entire career corporate career always raised my hand yes 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 most of the time i had no idea what i was agreeing to but i just figured it out afterwards and here's what's funny the people who took the time to think about it and they didn't know if they were going to do it those are the ones that suffered the most because they could have been a part of a brand new opportunity here's the thing if you're in a job right now say yes to everything just if you're uh, if you're an uppercomer if you're between the ages of 22 to 30 say yes to everything that puts you on the fast track in corporate 
You know, my goal was to always say yes. When I was 20, what was it, 22, I left, when did I leave West Palm Beach? 1990, latched on, uh, started selling Yellow Pages in Buffalo, New York, telephone sales, base salary, $9,900 in uh, November of 1990. I would have been 22 years old. So when I was 23, 24 years old, they wanted somebody to go up to the other part of New York State called the North Country, Plattsburgh, Malone, Saranac Lake, Lake Placid, Watertown, in the dead of winter. Yep, I'll do it. Everyone's like, dude, do you even know what you're saying? You're leaving the city. You're leaving Buffalo, New York, the big city, and you're going up to the end of the world and just a little bit further past that. You know, what other way? Potsdam. Uh, I mean, it was just, you can find it on a map. The, uh, the part of New York where everybody wants to go in the summertime and nobody wants to be in the wintertime unless you just love skiing and things like that. And guess what? Everybody was right. I mean, I spent a winter on Lake Ontario in Sackett's Harbor, New York. And if you don't know where that is, Google it. It really is right there on Lake Ontario. And imagine your boy being there, living in Sackett's Harbor, New York, with nobody but his Boston Terrier, Petey, because she looked like Petey on the Little Rascals with the black eye. Me and Petey spent a winter in the North Country in 1992. I remember the Bills were playing the Cowboys that 53 to 7, whatever, 52 to 14, whatever that absolute shellacking was the first time the Bills lost to the Cowboys. That was the year, 92, 93, the winter of 92. And I shouldn't have gone. Every, every, every normal person, because I was doing selling yellow pages between Watertown, uh, I had to drive. I was living in Sackett's Harbor, which is right outside Watertown, right on Lake Ontario. And I would drive. Uh, to Malone, Plattsburgh. I'd stay at the Holiday Inn in Plattsburgh, New York in the winter uh, with guys that were from our Rochester office who I didn't even know. We became great friends that winter, just great guys. And that was it. And then on every Friday when we were done meeting with businesses, selling Yellow Page advertising, back when people actually looked at Yellow Pages and phone books, I don't even know if they're still around. But then I would drive back to Watertown, New York on Friday and spend Friday night and Saturday night and Sunday night by myself in the apartment with Petey. And that's it. But by saying yes to that, raising my hand in 1992, in raising my hand in 1992 at the age of 24 years old, set me on a trajectory. First of all, my base salary was no longer 9,900. It was like 30 some thousand. My targeted earnings went from 23,000 to 60,000. I was banking mad amounts of money in a key bank savings account back then. And the only thing I bought was baseball cards. I was an avid baseball card collector. And football, too, but mainly baseball. And so I was buying a boatload of baseball cards, probably more than I should have ever bought, because there was a local collector. He's like, dude, thank you. So, I mean, he was like, thank you so much. God, you're in here all the time buying these cards. I'm like, yeah, well, what else am I going to do? I'm sitting on a pile of cash. I'm 24 years old, and I got nothing to spend it on but dog food. But here's what you got to do. You got to understand. I'm way off the rails, but I think this is this message was supposed to be that your voice matters, okay? But let me circle back to that. By saying yes to all those opportunities, by going into outside sales, that got me into management. Anybody want to go into management? Just two years after that, 1996. Yep, I'll do it. So it went from 92 to 96, so four years of outside sales. Yep, I'll go into management. Got relocated to Cincinnati and blah, 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 blah. I ended up running the show, $90 million operation, and then I quit. But anyway, by saying yes to every single one of those, I had no idea what I was saying yes to, but I never regretted ever, not one time did I ever regret saying yes to an opportunity. And the world is asking you, the universe, God is asking you to say yes without knowing the answer. God's tapping you on the shoulder. Let's go. Let's go. 
Well, God's got to open that door. No, 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 no. That's not the way scripture works. Scripture says, I'm at the door. Knock. Okay? You got to open the door. He's willing to lead you. But if you don't have faith, then you're missing the basic element needed to move forward in a situation for an opportunity where you have no idea what that's going to look like, but you just know that you know that you know that you're dialed in for that opportunity. Would you please open the door and walk through? It's not nothing scary there. Okay, there's nothing you can't rebound from. All right, I've made some of the stupidest mistakes, and I still do to this day, but nothing that isn't fixable, right? Life is too short to sit around wondering what's behind the door. Just knock on it. Just knock on it. That's my way of knocking right now, audible knocking, okay? But your voice matters. You have to understand, I know there's been a lot of people in your life that told you that your voice didn't matter. I know there's been a lot of people in, life, in your life that have tried to minimize the impact that you've had and, oh, it's not really that great or this isn't that great or why don't you take it slower. And they've always kind of talked you down. You know, They've always kind of talked you out of a great opportunity. I bet, I don't know you personally, but I bet there's been situations you regret not doing. I bet there's, I bet there's opportunities that you regret actually not taking. All right. That's something I regret. There's a lot of opportunity. I regret not going for my dream earlier. Like I I regret not doing it in my late 20s. You know, when I I didn't have any kids, all I had. And I thought back then I had a lot of debt. Oh, my Lord. You have no idea when you start having kids and a mortgage and cars and all that, how much more debt you end up accumulating as a result of just living. So I have regret. I don't sit around basking. The only time I talk about it is on a podcast like this. I never bring it up to anybody else. It's not like a normal occurrence in my life. Hey, can I sit you down for a second? I want to talk to you about things I regret. That's not it at all. What I am saying, though, is there's an opportunity waiting for you right now, and you're not taking it because you feel like your voice doesn't matter, and you need a little bit more clarity and some you know, answers to be. That's never gonna, you're never going to have all the answers, but I'm here to tell you right now. Your voice matters. There's people out there that would resonate with that. And that Just Jewelry party that I referenced, I ended up driving there at 9 o'clock at night on a weekday. It was like a Tuesday night, delivering a pretty cool speech that I'd never even wrote down. I just kind of winged it and got that standing ovation. But nobody ever bought anything. I didn't get paid to do it. It's just practice. It was just for me, giving me an opportunity. No harm, no foul. They gave me an audience to talk to, a small audience. I got a chance to practice. And it made me a better speaker. That's it. Win-win. Got home at about 11 o'clock that night. Wasn't any richer. Wasn't any poorer. I had experience. That's it. I took a shot. I took an opportunity. And I got an opportunity to practice. And nobody had any expectations. They weren't expecting Tony Robbins to walk in the door. And I wasn't expecting to make any money. So that was it. Very low pressure. uh, Low expectations. Everybody won that night. Including me and my dream. And the same thing will happen for you when you understand. Look, I could have very easily said no to that opportunity. And looking back, it was just a blip on the radar. Didn't It wasn't this story where it was a catapult as a launching pad for something that happened later. It was just one of those nights I just decided I'm going to do it because I, believe, I don't want to say no to any opportunity. There's times you're going to say yes and nothing happens. There's times you're going to say yes and your life changes. You don't know when one of those opportunities is going to happen. So say yes as much as you possibly can and just do it and understand there's people waiting to hear your message. They're waiting. They're waiting for you to work with them to help them only how you know how to do it. You know what I mean? So do it. Don't wait around. Do it. I'd love to help you get there. If you want to get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. I'll work with you, and together we will get there faster. All right, let's get after it. Your voice matters. Have the best day ever. 
And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.